Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Take Two Radio. We are pleased to bring you interviews with people in the entertainment and music industry, discussions and recaps of the four remaining daytime soaps, that's The Bold and the Beautiful, The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, and Days of Our Lives, as well as various other shows. For upcoming and previous shows, check Take2Radio.com, that's with the number two, and you can find us on Blog Talk Radio, iHeartRadio, iTunes, and other streaming apps. Follow us on social media at Take2Radio, and thanks for listening. Hey, good evening, everybody. I hope everyone can hear me. This is Take2Radio, Soaps and Review. I am David filling in for Pam this evening, and tonight we have my friend Anthony with with me, who I... (coughs) Do not want to be without, I gotta tell you. I, I'm, <laughs> Good so, evening. I'm so I'm so glad to have you with me. And I know Candace said she is on her way. And there she is. Hold on. Hold on, Candace, I'm coming. All right, folks. Well there's it is a Candace. Great... All right. And okay. we are waiting for Will. Will it Will is supposed to be coming, too, and I haven't seen him yet. Well, so how he's are been you an interesting... <laughs> you know, I'm in Florida, um, South Florida, and it has been raining for about three weeks straight, so I, I'm blessed and dry, but, you know, I, I really need some, some Florida sun back. <laughs> how about you, Candy? I am freaking excited. Um, we are in the season that I am the probably the most happiest about, the daytime Emmy season. Um, can you feel it? Can you feel Wednesday the night. excitement? Can you feel it? Can you feel it? Can you feel it as Michael Jackson and Jackson Five said? I can feel it. I feel the nerves. What nerd. are you doing on Wednesday night, girl? <laughs> Well, you know, well, Wednesday, well, you know, Wednesday at noon is when they have the nominations announced. So I'm taking my lunch break early at work. So in case some of my coworkers hear this, I'm taking my lunch break early. Um, (laughs) And then, of course, you know, doing soap party, the talk about the nominations and the reactions. Pretty much, I'm going to tell everybody right now, you guys are going to get sick and tired of me if you're already not sick and tired of me anyway. Um, because no, this not. is the fiftieth this is the fiftieth anniversary. I am going to be talking about the Emmys like it's my child. <laughs> like, I'm going it's to be bragging. It is my child. Because <laughs> like, I'm gonna be honest with you, I'm I'm a little nervous like as if I'm not gonna be nominated. I'm not. But I just you know, like you just you just hope that the, the that I mean in a perfect world everybody would be nominated. But it doesn't happen like that, so I just hope, I'm just hoping, like, I'm hoping people that I think is going to get looked over actually get a nomination, and certain people get put in the certain categories that I'm hoping for, and yeah, I'm nervous. So, 
So let's do um let's do a quick you know who are you looking who are you hoping to see who do you think we'll see in in the top categories? You okay. guys up for that? Oh yeah, and before we before we jump into that, David, why don't you throw out our number in case folks want to join us? We're we're a couple of co-hosts short tonight, so we would love to hear some of your opinions as well. Yep. Okay. Um, The number is for guests to call in one seven one eight five zero six. One five four zero, and please press one. Otherwise, I can't put you on the line. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All right. So, if we're gonna do the categories, let's start with supporting actress. Candace, oh, who do you think we're gonna see here? Okay. So I have. Okay. So I'm not gonna lie. You know how people have their fantasy football picks. Yes. I, I actually have my fantasy Emmy nomination picks, and I've had them since November, I had them since December, and I had to also like do it again in February. So I'm literally reading what I'm what I wrote down. So for supporting actress, correct? Yeah. All yeah. right. Candace's nominees are now including Beyond Salem because Beyond Salem got to do this last year, and I got irritated because I said they should push for acting, but for supporting actress in a drama series. Candace's nominees are from Beyond Salem. Um, I, I can't think of her name, but Megan from Beyond Salem. The actress Miranda Wilson. Miranda, Miranda Wilson, Wilson, thank you. <clears throat> okay. From The Bold and The Beautiful, the nominees are Kimberlyn Brown, Renna Sofer. Okay. This is, this is actually fun. I'm getting it. I don't know why I'm getting excited. She's into okay. I, I really am. From Days of Our Lives. This was a tough one, but Lindsay Godfrey and I have a question mark. Stacey Hydus, because I don't know if they can wear I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you why I put a question mark. And also Emily O'Brien. Emily O'Brien. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. For General Hospital, the nominees are <laughs> I don't know why I'm saying it like that. Rebecca Herp. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, Sophia, Sophia Madison. Ma- Madison. I can't even say her name, but she plays soccer. Y'all know who I'm talking about. Madison, thank yeah. you. Um, and from The Young and the Restless, the nominees are. <laughs> I don't know why I'm saying it like this. I, I know. Short. Are you going to be there? You sound like you're going to be there. <laughs> right? Like, the nominees <laughs> are for The Young <laughs> and the Restless. Oh, God, I'm, this, this is so bad. Susan Walters. Yes, yes, yes. And Melissa yeah. Claire Egan. Melissa Claire Egan. Yes. Oh, yeah. Those are my picks. <clears throat> David, do you have um, anything, any picks that you think um, that Candy didn't touch? Uh, I'm trying to think. In the meantime, I'm going to throw one or two out. Excuse me. So for General Hospital, and I want you to think about this for a moment and think about certain episodes, I think this could be a year where we see Christina Wagner for Mm -hmm. supporting actress. 
And I'm thinking about the scenes when Maxie was kidnapped, um, mm-hmm. you know, and the whole fan phase, the 60th anniversary, and, you know, it is what it is, but there was tragedy this year. I, I think we may see Christina Wagner in that, in that category. Um, there was one other one other one that I was glaringly thinking about. I mean, about. I did put I, oh, let me Camilla, just put, Camilla okay. Bannis. Camilla Bannis is my other one. Yeah. That I, I, I do want to say this, too. When I said that I had, you know, my draft and I rewrote it, I did have uh, Kristen Storm for the, the, the uh, for spot because of the beginning. And, and this is, and I really need for everybody to understand what I'm about to say. I think everybody sometimes forgets that the nominations are the year's worth of, of you know, it's the calendar year, January through December of 2022, right? And I think sometimes uh-huh. we forget the early storylines of the year. So I yep. would say Christina Wagner, yes, yep. because there's a possibility, there's a strong possibility because of the Peter stuff. Which is also the why Peter I had Kristen Storms. Kristen Storms to be also one of my picks, but I had to really. This is one of those things where Candace needs to be a, a voter because I was weighing certain things and I was like, okay, which one is a heavy story? Like acting wise, you know, they both did their their thing, and I'm looking at that too. So yeah, but there you go. So David, back to you. Wait, real quick, before David picks, um, yeah. do you, are you thinking Camilla Bannis for lead, or you're just not thinking she, this was a year for her? I don't think this was this, – no offense, Camilla, I love you, girl, but I don't think this was the year. Now, the stuff that she has this year could be a contender for next year's Emmys. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 And, and it sucks I because – the closeout date was where this stuff was really getting good. Right. <laughs> For Camilla. Yeah. All right, David, go ahead. Okay. So if you have Christina Wagner out there during the Peter stuff, so what? what is the time frame we're looking at, January to December? Yeah, January, the whole calendar year. So, January 1st so, to December 31st. What, what do you think about Amanda Satin? I thought back and forth and back and forth. Yeah, I had that too. And and honestly, I'm going to go back to the I'm going to go back to the Christina Wagner thing again and say, if it wasn't the 60th anniversary and if she didn't have personally a horrible year, I I don't think I don't think they would look at the. I'm going on how I know from years past how they make certain you know how people tend to vote. Um, and mm-hmm. I think that that's why I say that Amanda Satin was just on the edge for me, but I, I don't think this is her year this year. Right. And I also want to point out too, that the younger, just so everybody knows this, the younger performer category, the age has now dropped to 18. So yeah. I'm going to say this right now. I did have Tabiana on my list. However, I feel as though this year, her material has been amazing. And so yeah. I'm going to say that next year, like her, Brooke Kerr, definitely are going to be on my picks for next year's Emmys. So okay. I just wanted to say that. So, 
Okay. We bet we better Do you have any options? Um let me see, I'm looking back. Becky for one. How all right. Her, uh, Let's do yeah. one more and then we'll sprinkle we'll sprinkle more in during between soaps. So yeah, that let's would be do the one that I think is going to be the most interesting and competitive one of all. And since Candace came with homework, Candace, you are absolutely <laughs> going first. Uh, the guest spot. Oh, my God. Okay. Woo! Here we go. Candace's nominees for guest performer. The nominees are, I feel like, like seriously, like, all just aside, this is so funny, okay? Eileen Davidson as Thomas Banks, Beyond Salem. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Loretta Devine as Angel on yeah. Beyond Salem. On Bold and Beautiful, I had to think really long and hard about this, but I don't think nobody was a guest performer over there. I really don't. I had to think, but I don't remember. Oh, um, no, that was this year. So, yeah, nope, I, didn't yep. I, I, did, I, didn't, I didn't have anybody for Bold. And I think... I don't have anyone for Bold either. Yeah, for Bold. Okay. For Days okay. of Our Lives, for, for Days of Our Lives, the guy that plays Mike Horton. Kevin Spiritus and Patrika Dabo. Okay. Yeah. For General oh, Hospital. Rourke. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Rourke Critchlow? That's who you meant? No. My, um, that's, yeah. that's Mike Horton. That's Mike Horton. Oh, that's Horton. Mike Horton. Okay. That's Mike Horton. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. For General Hospital, the nominee is, <laughs> I'm really liking this, Emma Sams. As Holly. Also, Elizabeth's parents that I don't even want to talk about because that really irked my nerves this past year. Um, but, yeah, I, I, we'll give them something, I guess. <laughs> don't, I, don't get carried Becky, away now. <laughs> Becky, Becky, Becky better be getting a nomination for this. Oh, I, I'm hoping. <laughs> for Young and the Restless. Okay. So, wait a minute. Let me trickle. So, when we get a supporting actor, because I have, I have this. As well as with a question mark. I had Robert Newman down, but then I took him out. And so for the Young and the Russells, I can't really think of any like guest performer. So Robert Newman is my pick for um, for the Young and the Russells. I okay. don't have anyone for the Bulls and the Beautiful. I agree mm-hmm. with you completely on Beyond Salem. Um, I honestly think I absolutely this, that is the that is the award that Beyond Salem is going to win. This is the right. award Beyond Salem is going to win. Um, I had somebody from General Hospital, and it just came out of my oh. head. Um, go ahead, David. Anybody? Anybody you're feeling like got Candace uh, recognize? Well, we can't. Well, Barbara Crampton doesn't count for this year because. She might be for next year. That's and that's um that's hard because with all the guest spots on Y and R can we count Michael Damien as a guest? I mean and I yeah, thought about that. Yeah, but it was only can? a week's worth of material. Right. But see here's the thing, because there's really no limitation I mean there's they say it's like under like eleven episodes or or a certain amount of episodes. So yeah, Michael Damien could go under guest performer, but I doubt they're going to have him as guest performer. Yeah, 
and yeah. especially now that he is, you know, he's going to be back for a while. Um, right. I don't it's think like, him up for a guest performer when he may potentially have, you know, material like, for next year. Um, it's like Aunt That's Stella, uh, Vanine Watson. She won yeah. um, for guest performer and then rolled over and won supporting. And then there was the, it was controversy because they changed the rules so much for guest performer that it's becoming like, okay, like, what's, what's the rule this year? Because at first, if everybody remembers, guest performer was an original character that has never been on the show before, and that's how that started. Then it was if you were even an assistant character, because this is where the Vanessa Marcel and Hunter Tylo situation got into play. It was like they've yeah. already been established, so why are they under guest performer? And so they changed the rules so much, so yeah. But yeah, next year it's going to be a heavy competition for all the shows, really, because there's a lot of guest performers. Yeah, but not really, if you think about it, because a lot of the people that are going to be up for guest performer went over the went over the episode limit. Well, unless mm. they change it, because see, they change they change it every single year. Yeah. If they change it back again, then hands down, it's going to go to Allie Mills. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, Allie Mills, oh. to me, here's the thing. And I did forget Allie Mills. I did. That's who I had. Allie, I did have Allie Mills on there. I had Allie. I had Elizabeth's parents. That's who I had. Thank you. Thank you for reminding me that yeah. I did have that. Because I'm looking. I'm yeah. like, A.M., A.M. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right. Let's do something we haven't done in a long time. Let's start with the Young and the Restless, who wrapped up the 50th anniversary kind of right. brouhaha and has set mm-hmm. us back into some storylines. And um, was, was, uh, was it what you were hoping, thinking, waiting for, Candace? Um, Jeremy, Phyllis, talk to me, honey. Okay, as somebody who has been saying I wanted Jeremy and Phyllis to hook up, I was pleasantly happy with the turnaround mm-hmm. that, they, that they got married. I was like, I was yes, here's the thing. Okay, I'm going to speak on behalf of myself because I, was happy I saw everybody yeah. say on social media, this isn't Phyllis, this isn't Phyllis, Phyllis wouldn't do yeah. this and Phyllis wouldn't I do that. that. And I'm really- like, I'm like, okay, clearly some of you guys haven't been watching Phyllis as long as some uh, Okay, because the thing is, I said this is the 19th. This is why I said during the two weeks that we was going to have the returns and stuff, I said we're going to get William J. Bell, Young, and the Russells. And some people aren't going to understand why I said that. Here's the thing. Phyllis is desperate. She was desperate. She was trying to prove a point. To to everybody, and it's not like this is the first time her back was against the wall. This isn't the second time her back was up against the wall. For crying out loud, folks, when she arrived to town, this was her. She schemed like nobody's business. She schemed to the point that she that Daniel and Danny thought they were really father and son, and they're not. She is also the person that hit Phyllis, I mean hit Cricket and Paul in the street and drove off. She is the same person for the snake in the freaking bed. This is a woman who, when desperation is desperate, she does the unthinkable. And she wants somebody to be on her side because she feels as though everybody has gone and just completely obliviated her. 
from her best friend in a way to somebody she truly cares about to even technically her own daughter for 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 a hot second. And she knows, see, Phyllis knows when a sneak is a sneak, okay? So the fact that Jeremy was like, hey, I'm here. I totally don't like the girl either. Because, you know, Diane and, and Tucker and, and Jeremy all knew each other like that. I mean, again, this is Phyllis 90s. This is the 90s version of Phyllis. 2023 fans, this is Phyllis. Phyllis, say hi. Okay. I know some people saying that this is, like, not good. This is a repeat. I'm going to tell you something right now. When we was trying to figure out what is so bad about Jeremy that Diane is afraid of him, and for the most part, we didn't see it. We didn't really see You know what I'm saying? We didn't see it. But then when that scene last week, when Jeremy shook Phyllis, and said, I'm not going back to jail. Do you understand me? And Michelle, and, and let me say this. Next year, uh, James oh, Todd yeah. and Michelle Stafford, I have you already on my list for a nomination. Because even when Michelle, when, when Phyllis says, you don't, know, you don't know me, do you? I've been behind bars. I've done this. I've, and she was literally telling him about her. And I was like this. Because I'm like, okay, now, as far as the fake and the death thing, let me just say this right now. Mm-hmm. Every soap, a, a party, gala, wedding, parentheses is always on a cliffhanger. Just when you That's thought true. that there was going to be no drama, here comes the drama, okay? Mm-hmm. First and foremost, you got Jack and Diane trying, going to announce their engagement. Wait, 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 wait. I'm going to pause you there because I got a couple of things to say. And the first thing is straight up fire, absolute fire. It is no secret to everyone on the show that I have been struggling to really stay um, attentive to the Young and the Restless over the last couple of months. Oh, my God. Now, to everybody online, because I love to give my public service messages, as we all know, to everybody (laughs) online. The job of a soap opera when they are hitting a milestone celebration is to give something to every facet of their audience. You need to give it something to the 96-year-old lady who watched the very first episode on her, you know, Electrol or whatever, you, you know, big. But yeah. I you on her RCA TV, yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. The cabinets on the side and all that. You know, mm-hmm. and so what they what they gave us is a classic Phyllis storyline that brought everything back that we loved and loved to hate about Phyllis, and they did it with perfection. They did it because this is what you do. You hearken back to what has been the most incredible moments of your 50 years. What, what characters have that are still here or that we can get to come in for a couple of weeks and see however you're going to work it and you give every piece of your audience their moment so mm-hmm. stop folks and just sit back and yeah. enjoy it and oh and, my god i just have to say was it not candace the fire between them did we not get on we not say when it finally when they finally ignited it it's going to be one of them flamethrowers. I just didn't expect the merge. 
that's what threw, I almost like, I almost flipped out. I was like, like when he said, what are you doing mm-hmm. with my wife? And I'm like, wait, say what? I was like, wait, let me sit down. Like my face, like I, I say this, the face, the, the reactions that everybody had, I think I was more Tracy. Because I was just like, mm. wait, what just, what, what, what did he just say? Like, wait a minute. I love the fact that this is an umbrella storyline. Because the thing is, is that, okay, you start off with the gala. Okay, right there, that's a storyline in its own because you got the past coming to meet with the present. Let me just say this. I had tears. I'm going to tell you why I had some tears. Because I didn't think that there was going to be certain people that I would never see ever again on this show. When I saw Aunt May Mm -hmm. May, let me just say this right now. There are three types of... Uh, rivals that I I enjoy still to this day that sometimes I'd be like, Dad, they don't make it like they used to. Obviously, yeah. Jill and Ka- Jill and Catherine was one, right? Okay, Jill, Jill and and, and Gloria. Yeah, well, I was gonna get to that. But when you had Jill oh. and Mamie, first and foremost, when Mamie when Jill said Mamie, and then when Mamie said Jill, and then Jill said I go by Abbott, but you know that I'm like, okay, shade, shade, shade. And I'm like, when she said about the money and the fact that Jill needs kind of money, she's in a financial situation, and Aunt Maymay has has blown up, and she is rich, and she is luxurious, right? And I'm like, when she went to see her children, I said what I said. I'm not taking it back because Maymay raised Tracy, Ashley, and Jack, okay? I'm just saying, keeping it real. Yeah. But the fact, like, with that, and then when they said, when Billy was like, you know, when Jack said, you don't remember her, but she remembers you, I'm like, ah! And then we got the flashback. I was like, I'm done. And then when May May gave the shade look when Jack said, oh, Diane lives here, and I'm like, and then when she talked to Lily and Devon, and they, I was like, I was like, can I just keep Veronica, like, can she be recurring? I'm just asking for a friend, okay? Now, yeah, when you had, yeah, glad. Yeah, but then I'm gonna tell you the person that it was as if see this is see this is see this is see this is the thing when you do these kind of episodes of bringing people back. Yes, time has gone by. We know that, but the agenda, okay. the purpose is for them to come back. And it's like they fill in a missing piece of the current storyline. Because with Aunt May May, I mean, you got Nate, Lily, and Devon, right? But you need that compass. You need that person to reel it back and say, look, you're just like your mother. You're hard-headed. You guys need to get together. And I'm like, that's Aunt May May, right? Okay. The second person, when she said, do you know who I am? I left my credentials at home. When I saw my girl, my Leanne Love. Mm-hmm. I miss her. I'm going to tell you something. This is times where Young and Russell, I wish you didn't kill off Hillary. I wish you still had the DC yeah. buzz going because Leanne yeah. would have been a perfect fit for that. When she came, when Jack said, I, like, I know that voice, and Diane was like, and the hair, and Leanne Love was like, it's me, Leanna Love. I'm like, <laughs> I'm all 
over here clapping because her. it's like she never missed a beat. This is a woman mm-hmm. who was entangled with Victor and with Jack, and she had the scoop and everything. I wish there was, I wish she was there more. Obviously, you know, it's always great to see Michael Damien because I feel as though, like, when he comes back, it's just the history. It's, it's, it's that moment where we realize he is one of those characters that come in and make sense of certain things, and that's what he did. And then you have Nina. I was like, oh, please don't let her cross paths with Abby because you know Nina has become that overprotective mother. Basically, I will never forget the scene when um, Philip, Jill's son, told Nina, you are just like my mother. It's true. Nina is, when she read Abby. Yeah, I was like, yeah, you're right. I was like, like Lord. Nina was the one yeah. for me, just, just that's, you know, Nina was the one I was waiting for. Yeah, I mean, and then you had her and Cricket, and it was like old times, and, 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 and it was weird because I saw, like I kept saying, it reminded me of the masquerade ball, right? Because you had a storyline involved in that. You had, you know, when um, David Kimball and all that stuff. So with this, yeah. I'm like, they're into, you know, they're, they're bringing characters back that really, you know, and they said they're going to celebrate all year long. So it wasn't just them who came back, folks. But then when you have the dedication, okay, I'm going to cry now. The dedication of the Neil, okay, wait a minute, wait a minute, let me go back. The fact that they had the athletic club back. Yes. Yes. I mean, okay, yes. here's the thing. We say this all the time. There's four things that make the soap so recognizable to us fans. One, it is the characters. We've, we've grown with these characters. We love these characters. We've been through their journey. The storylines. On all four soaps, there is, we can mention five iconic storylines right off the top of our heads because that is how you do it. The actors who have been on these shows for five, ten, fifteen. Some has, is celebrating, getting ready to celebrate a 55, 55th anniversary real soon over on days, okay? We've mm-hmm. been through, we've been with them. But one of the, the, the most important things for us is the sets. Yeah. When I saw the athletic club, the sets. I'm like, I'm like memories, memories, memories. Like I'm, I'm getting a whole like montage in my head, right? Okay. Yeah. When they introduced the Neil Winters Jazz Club, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going I'm to speak from the heart with this. I know a lot of Young and the Russell fans, I've seen, I've seen a lot of people say this on, on social media, they're honoring Kristoff more than they did when he was still with us. I'm going to tell you something, that's not true. Because the thing is, is that I felt as though when you, you know, just like with GH, they're honoring those who made an impact, not only in the town of the GC, but also to us audience. So when they yeah. did that, because I did not know that was coming. Yeah. I, I, spoilers and everything, we nobody yeah. knew. So when they did that, I, I, was, I, I got a little emotional because I was like, that means we're going to see Kristoff's picture a lot, right? And I loved what Jill said. Out of all the guys in the room, Neil is still the most handsomest one of them all. And I was like, mm. 
we're keeping this set. Um, I just, I just enjoy, I enjoyed the sixties because it gave us drama, it gave us reunions, it gave us what's important, you know, like these these characters we literally grown up with, you know, um, could have been better relationships could have been better i mean maybe yeah but i don't be better know how. because for you for each of us we have a couple of things in our minds that we would absolutely love to see period whether it's an anniversary or not but mm-hmm. so you know what for everybody it can always be better but i think mm-hmm. that they hit it you know when they do celebratory episodes when they do um tribute episodes they just hit the mark every time. Um, and I, and I, I wanna, think the big thing... I want to address real, something you said, too, mm-hmm. to yeah. the other side. You know, I saw some of, the, some of the tweets and some of the postings about it's overshadowing Catherine, and it's, he, that character doesn't deserve that much. No, 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 folks. You don't want you tribute whoever has made a lasting impact, whoever is a household name, whoever, you know, has jumped from character to somebody that we feel like we're friends with. Neil Winters, Neil Winters became his space. It doesn't take away from Chancellor. We are always going to hear about Catherine. She was too long, too strong, and too integral. integral uh, I can't ever say that word. Integral. Integral. And hearing about Neil doesn't take anything away from her. Go ahead, Gandy. Well, here's the thing about that. Okay, I'm pretty sure there's a company called Chancellor Winter. I'm pretty sure that yeah. we got Chance Chancellor still on the show. We still have okay. Chancellor Park. We literally have Chancellor Park. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm waiting for if, if everybody's complaining about this, let me tell you who I'm going to complain about. I feel as though because we lost him, what was it, last year? But the character has been gone for longer. I ain't going to mention no names for who did that. I feel as though they should do something for John Abbott. Yeah. And I've always said yeah. that. I always felt as though, like, honor, honor your captains, right? But like yeah. they said, they're going to be honoring the show all year round. So I can't say, like, down the line, they may do something for John Abbott. They may bring back certain people to come back. Please, for the love of anything, please let it be Drusilla and Olivia. I'm just saying for a friend. I'm just there asking because I already got a, I already got a, a plan in my head. But you know, we're gonna let that go. Now I know that. There's Willie. Willie's done. Okay. Hola, amigos. Hey. Sorry, so, I'm running late. You're gonna laugh. This is a laugh. I actually called the wrong number. I heard a ringing and some lady said, I'm sorry, but you dialed the wrong number. I'm like, oh, yeah, because normally somebody doesn't wow, answer. You made it here, here, and that is wonderful, Willie. <laughs> right. Yeah. Go ahead, Candace. But no, what I was going to say is, is that with, with Young and the Russ was like, you know, and the other big thing was we had a breakup. Um, and I know this was this was controversial um, to some. I don't think, and I'm going to say this: this is the this is my comment. This does not reflect those on on Take Two Radio. What was they supposed to do? And I kept asking this question. I've been asking this question for a very long time. 
Um, so we found out that Cricket and Paul have had some problems. We found oh, out yeah. Paul retired as the chief of police. Um, Cricket he is retired. now, you know, DA, you know, stuff like that, Paul. And um, so they've been working on their marriage, and they realized that they are on two different pages. So <laughs> they have decided to kind of end their marriage. Um I'm going to say this, you know, we all know that it's been a roller coaster um, regarding regarding behind the scenes stuff, Um, but this is where I will say this. As a writer, you have to deal with the problem because this this was becoming a problem. Now, the one thing I always said is they could have easily killed the character off. They had three opportunities where they could have done that. But let's be honest, fans would have got upset, right? Okay. They could have recast the role. I'm going to be honest with you. A character who's been around for... Right, they wouldn't have liked that. Not only that, that, but the character has been around for over 40 years. That would be kind of yeah. a bad thing to do, okay? Yeah. The final thing is write them off. Write them off. And I can say this because if you follow, if you follow Twitter, you know he was invited to that 50th party. Chose not to go. My whole thing is that was the olive branch. Um. And I feel as though, what, you know, you have one person who is still there who's in storyline right now. Um, it could have went differently, I will say. But, again, I always say this, what did everybody want? Because, all right, if they killed, if they killed off the character of Paul Williams, everybody's first thing is they could have recast the role. Okay. They recast the role with, you know, somebody like a Scott Holmes. People are going to be upset about that, and they're going to say they should just kill the character off. Okay, so we we right. now exiled the killing off the character, which probably would have gave no, Melanie, oh. Laura, um, Tracy Bregman, and Laura Lee Bell some Emmy 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 stuff, right? Okay, you That's recast true. the role. The recast isn't working. Okay, right. and then you okay. go ahead and you do the safe thing. You write the character off. It, it's one of those things where, yeah, you could have had a triangle, but behind the scenes stuff, it's interfered. So it's like, okay, mm-hmm. we're yeah. going to just push the character off and keep it moving. My question to you guys is, do you think – oh, okay. I'm going to have to agree with you. I'm sorry, but the olive branch was extended. And I don't like okay, – no. I don't like a lot of – I've heard of how it all, how it's all, go, you know, and you read the tweets, et cetera, et cetera. But this wasn't, this is more than just, this is castmates. These, these are crew members. This is family. This is everything. Mm-hmm. So, you know, then you could have done the triangle in the, and, and not brought back right away, et cetera. There are so many ways this could have been, this could have made better story later on. But yep. when they, you know, when he decided not to go, this was the absolute. Honestly, 
as a as, as the person I am creatively, I would have killed him off because it's going to give great material for those on Canvas, and it's the opportunity to leave a little cricket Danny um, come first. Right. So I would I would have made that choice as the writer, but it is much simpler because you know things things can change. And there may be a way to bring him back, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Sure. And if we never hear from him again, at least we have closure. It was past time, you know, uh, Christine needs Christine needs, needs to be free, unfortunately. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the sad part. David? Oh, I have, a, I have a question for you. How do you know that he turned down that offer? Because he said it on Twitter. Oh, I didn't see that. So I didn't. Because okay, I'll I'll, t- I'll I'll tell you what it was. So yeah. the thing was is that you know a couple of, like it's been now four weeks ago when they had the Young and the Russell's fiftieth gala. That so and let me let me address this right now. That Sony and CBS threw. Okay, they invited right. all cast members from past and present. Okay, I saw, and, I saw some pictures. Yeah, right. And the big the big shock was to see Victoria Raul. Yeah. Being there. Okay. And and I'm gonna say this right now. Think about all the stuff that Victoria went through with Sony and CBS. Okay? Yeah. I'm just gonna say that. For her to be there, it wasn't it was a personal decision, but it was about respect. Yeah. For mm-hmm. a job that she got from William J. Bell. It was about respect. Yep. Now, on the flip side, on Twitter, yeah. the actor, I'm pretty sure we all know who I'm talking about, somebody yeah. asked him, why weren't you there? And he said, I was invited, but because of all the stuff I went through, I think I might have it, but this was the gist of it, I did not go. I will say this, most of the Actors were looking for him. They thought he okay. was there. And they were kind of sad that he wasn't there. And they had to make, for those who were like me, following everybody's Instagram, they changed a speech around. Peter Bergman gave a speech saying, let's hear words from the longest-running cast member, Melanie Tom Scott. But it, but Doug was okay. We're talking about Doug for those who don't know. But Doug was yep. not there, so the next person was is no. Melanie Thomas Scott. So it kind of was like, as a fan, I wish he would have attended. I wish mm-hmm. he would have attended, and I'm saying this because to me, yes, he has been a part of that show since the '70s. Yes, sadly, just like other characters who was, you know, at the height, you know, not everybody can be an A on the A row. Right. Not everybody can be on the B row or the C, but you're a part of the young and the restless history. You are a part of the Bell legacy. You are a part of a foundation that for 50 years, you know, out of that 50, it's been 30 30 plus years at number one. You was a part of one of the couples that the fans love, including co-creator Lee Philip Bell. Sometimes, and I'm saying this, sometimes you need to check your ego at the door. 
sometimes yeah. you have to really, you know, think about certain things. Now, I don't know all that happened, but I do know one thing. For Victoria Raul to be there, that spoke values. So my thing is, is that I because totally of this, agree. yeah, and, and like you said, Anthony, for me as a writer and everything, and also how I, me, me personally, I'm going to say this. If they killed the character off, yes, it would open more storyline. And like I just now said, open you know, Laura Lee Bell, Tracy Bregman, and Melanie Thomas Scott would have had some material. They would have had material. Yep. We would have had the flashbacks. However, mm-hmm. I feel as though the impact of the fact that we got Danny Romilotti, Cricket, Yes, I still call her Cricket, even though I know everybody told me to call her Christine, but I can't do it because she's still Cricket. And then you would have, that mm-hmm. would have been the epic triangle because they addressed last year that if it wasn't for Phyllis, Danny and Cricket would have been endgame. Yep. There are certain things that you have to say. And yeah. like I said, I give it to the writers, and let me just say this right now, from Mal to Sally to, to Josh. Because they kept the character relevant on, like, even though he wasn't on screen, he was still there. Yeah. Right. But they had to address the problem. He was there in essence. Right. Mm-hmm. I want to so, give, so we, you know what, I want to give that shout out to, and you may not hear it very much from fans, but shout out to Josh Griffiths because I feel he handled it perfectly. If Like what you said, Candace. If you can't leave your ego out the door, then what is there supposed to do? Are they going to go ahead and write you off or kill you off? Now, if it was me, I would have just go ahead and killed off the character. But I give him credit. By not killing him off, that can always have Paul later down the road. Um, But like I said, um, I'm very impressed by Josh Griffith's decision to do that and have just him write off. The reason the fans are upset is one because of what you mentioned that he was invited, but then you didn't take it. That's on that person. That's fine. But the show does go on. And then the other part is you got to watch, you got, you know, there's two sides. The other side is they were just mad because by having Paul go to, uh, Oh, go be with Heather or something, it kind of turned into a coward to leave his wife behind. And they, you know, how it's Paul's character. It's not like Paul to do something like that. But I get where they're going from it. And, Candace, you can see it, too, as a writer. What else are we supposed to do? Are we going to write you off or are we going to kill you off? It's either one or the other. Or, like you said, they recast them. But why would you recast if you know the fans aren't going to take it? So, it's, you know, you're, you're stuck in a rock. Yeah. Allison, you know, remember this, folks out there. This stuff was all written before, <laughs> before the party actually happened. Yeah, so, you yeah. know, it could have the last. You know, this wasn't about he didn't come. Oh, we're punishing. This was all written beforehand. So you know, kind of take yeah, a that, step back and relax you a little bit. You got it's a lot of speculation. It's a lot of speculations and rumors that started up the pot. I can tell because you know we're all pot. Uh, we talk, we're all media uh, together. We're all media. <laughs> So you can see what's going on, and you can see the instigators popping up, like stirring the pot, like a troublemaking teenager. Um, so I'm glad that Candace brought this up tonight because it's very important for the fans to understand. For once, it's not Josh Griffith's fault. It's not YNR's fault. 
it's this is just a learning lesson. If you can be humble enough to at least accept an olive mm-hmm. branch, don't be blaming it on your job and don't be blaming it on your network and don't be blaming it on nobody. The only person you blame is yourself because this is just like a learning lesson. If we can't learn to accept something, then do we move forward or do we stay behind? It's not that hard. I mean, it's one or the other. And and let me just address this too. I I know that a lot of people, including myself, um, I do want to know everything that happened. I I really do. Um, Because, like I said, the, the fact that the character... The last time we saw him physically was at Victor's party, our greatest anniversary episode. We saw him doing the flashbacks, you know, when they used the flashback from Tracy Bregman. Um, yeah. So my whole thing is, is that first I thought it was a, a situation, but then I was like, if there was a situation, they would have blurred out that flashback. <laughs> you know what I mean? They would have blurred mm-hmm. it out. They wouldn't have incorporated him in the 50th because, you know, he's done interviews and stuff. So I, I'm going to say this right now. I don't know if Pam might kick me, but I he saw that here. you said, sir, that you want to find a trustworthy outlet to talk. You can come over on the Take Two Radio. We would, we would, we would, we would love to talk to to you about it, you know. We would. So, Stephen, any any other thoughts on the Young and the Restless, the fiftieth? Before we move on to Los Angeles. Uh, Are you guys talking about Young and the Restless, right? We're doing Young and the Restless. Okay, I just got to add. I was just surprised to say see that she that and looked like she really killed him. I said, that's my eyes. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. But when I saw the night, the scissors, I was like, "Yep, run, run, Phyllis, run, like run, like run. But you're not supposed to run with scissors. That's true. The more you know. The more you know. (laughs) I just wanted to have a quick, yeah. Go ahead. I'm not trying to cut you off. It's just I wanted to add that I am loving the Adam-Sally bonding over the baby. It's cute. I love it. But can we please stop having Nick into every scene? It's so awkward and cringy. It makes him very controlling, and I don't like seeing that. It's very weird. I get that he's jealous, but come on, Nick. There's other things you can do. You're an adult. You're not a teenager. It'd be different if you were a teenager. But you're an adult. Go look at go 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 cry and tear and shoulder, uh, go go play video games, whatever you got to do. But for goodness sake, leave Adam and Sally alone at least for a little bit because it's really starting to look, and this is me, but it looks like he's very controlling yet again. Because remember, he did the same thing when Adam was with Sage. You remember when Bingo. Do you remember well, when Adam was that Bingham guy? Oh, yeah. But, Will, you just now said something real quick before we go to Los Angeles. Okay, the Adam and Sally and Nick thing. I need, Josh, you're now the sole, you you got your writing team. You don't have a breakdown anymore. If you guys noticed, this was the first, well, last week was the first full week without the breakdown writers. Here's the thing, Josh, and I'm saying this from the bottom of my heart. Stop this now. 
because, yeah. like you just said, Will, it's a repeat of, and I'm sorry, Victor freaking Newman, ladies and gentlemen. First and foremost, give it up for Victor Newman for saying what he said. You had oh. this woman playing this. Victor said everything that the I was boy off. Yeah, I'm thinking to myself, Victor, please say something. First of all, he said, my baby, to Nikki. And Nikki was like, well, I didn't want to disturb you. And I'm like, Nikki, now you know darn good well when Victor finds this out, he's going to go off on Nick. Because, again, Nick, you inserted yourself because she made you, like, Sally has made you look like a fool. The fact that you're still with somebody who was knocked up by your brother, come on now. Like, seriously, yep. what does that say about your character, yeah. Okay. Another thing, too. All right, I'm happy they're having a little girl. Okay, we called it. Okay. Yeah. Um, This is going to bring Adam and Sally closer, but I'm going to say something. I still don't think that baby's going to see the light of day. I may be wrong. Okay. But another thing, too. All right, Josh, you want to play this bit? Let's go. Because I want to see how certain people do react to the fact that Adam is going to have a child. And I don't mean I need a whole storyline. I just need a reaction. Also, Mm-hmm. Uh, can we do better with Taraya? I'm glad, first and foremost, that baby yeah. is so freaking adorable. I want to piss their yes. cheeks. Okay? Yes. Like chunk of monk, She's chunk sweet. of monk. But I need something else here because I, I don't want you to neglect them. Just because they got, you know, you know, lollipops and everything, I want to see some stuff with them regarding this because I do want to see Mariah in, you know, like inserted because she's friends with Kyle, right? Okay, yes. I want to know how Tessa is going to re- to handle the happy home, happy life. We're happy, happy, joy, joy, considering her her background. I want some drama. Well, I still see that cute chunk of chunk on that shelf. That baby, I'm between between him, between that baby and Dominic. I'm telling you, right oh, now, young Russell, y'all got the best best looking kids. Well, baby no, G H, no. And I don't baby have baby fever. I just like to point that yeah. out because I work with children, yeah. but they're so cute. So. That's my two yeah. cents about it. I'm like, come on, Nick, do better, because you're looking like a wuss right now, and I can't. Yeah. Okay. I, 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 I got quick teasers for you. Uh, there's there's at least two to three returns coming for Weinard. Get ready. It's going to be exciting. Also, um, pay attention to Kyle and Summer. Pretty soon something's going to happen where they're going to pivot, and they won't be with each other. They're going to find themselves attracted to other people. So it's going to happen. Get ready. Get ready because it's happening. There's going to be musical it's chairs happening all over again. And, I, again, Josh Griffith, thank you for doing this because I'm over Summer and Kyle. Thank you. And, Candace, you just hit the nail on the head. So I was not going to touch Adam, Sally, and Nick this this time. If somebody brought it up and someone did, then I figured, okay, I will give my two cents. I will give my two cents. And it is exactly what Candace said. Stop this. Now, that's what I said two weeks ago, or four it weeks. Is not entertaining. Yes, exactly, and, and, and it has gotten worse. It is not it entertaining. Is. It, it, it feels just icky. Stop this now, okay, David? Talk to yeah. us. Okay, well, uh, we start with today, but that. Well, not today, Friday, that RJ is back home. Woohoo! And, yep, and we got to see what's 
obviously, I think there's a little um, rivalry between him and Thomas that's probably going to start. I like the fact that he doesn't want to be part of the drama and the part that he stayed away. So what do you guys think of the actor right now? Or do you need more? I haven't seen him before. Yeah. I haven't seen him either. I mean, I, I, he I does look like, I, I did say he did look like somebody, but I was right, like, yeah. you know, yeah. I, but he was I, on I a TV said, show. He was on oh, a he TV was? show. I was just trying to see if maybe he picked up on which one that was, because uh, when I saw him, I'm like, okay, I can take this. This is RJ. Yes, they did a good job asking him. Okay. Seems like a good job. My other beef, my other beef is why are they bringing up Hope's feelings for Thomas now? I think I wanted that put to bed a while back. If they were going to work on Hope's feelings for him and her lingering feelings for Thomas, it should have been back a little further, but not right now. Let's, I want it to move along. I, I just does. I don't want to see there's her looking like that. There's a reason what? it's going to happen. You'll see just a little key. There is the reason that they're, they're doing this with hope and feeling these feelings for um, promise. And if you guys really think about it, you're going to see what direction they're taking. And it kind of makes sense if you think about it. I know exactly what direction they're taking this in. And we, we actually spoke about it, Candace. You may remember a, a month ago. Not happy. Not happy, Candace. Okay, so let me address this right now. Because I know there was an article that Anika was talking about, like in the interview about hope. I've said mm-hmm. this so many times, and I'm just going to say this. I'm I'm kind of done saying this. Mm-hmm. We say that there's an old term, you know, children learn from their parents. Okay. I've said this on the show. Mm-hmm. Anthony said it on the show. David said it. You know, we all said it. Steffi, Thomas, Rick, Bridget, and Hope, and maybe RJ. We don't know yet. They yeah. all had front row seats to what their parents did to each other. Hope Mama. right now has had, and let me just clarify this, Hope has had a life. She was hooked on drugs, on pills. She, you know, got, you know, made fun of. She's a product of an affair. What we're seeing <laughs> right now, folks, yeah, she her virginity. Um, but the thing is, is this: what we're seeing right now is regression, a psychological regression. Okay. And the thing is, is that the trigger is Thomas, because the thing is, is that Thomas has also been a constant in her life. Okay. The fact yeah. that Thomas has done certain things to her, good and bad. And she's having feelings for another man while she's married. 
She's seen this before with her mother. She's seen this with Stacy. Right now, she is in parallel to what's going on with herself. Ladies and gentlemen, you asked for it. Not saying, you know, you guys you guys want her uh-huh. to be a little messy? Yep. Okay, well, we're going to probably get some of that. But the thing is, is that, it, it, how can I say this? It's going to happen it's with sort the of, No, It's sort of like if you're on a diet. Anthony, you know what I'm about to say, right? You're on a diet or a cleanse, on a cleanse like mm. somebody on the phone is doing right now. And it's like you get tempted with ice cream, right? An ice cream sundae from Cold Stone. Actually, it's a birthday cake remix. I'll be honest. It's a love it. Birthday cake remix from Cold Stone while you're on the nine-day cleanse. It's your temptation. Do you taste a little bit? Because if you taste a little bit, you want more. You want more? What happens when you want more? You have the whole thing. This is what Hope's dealing with right now. It's like, okay, I know where Hope, what Liam is saying. It's like, how many chances do this guy get? Considering the fact mm-hmm. he lied about the baby, he's done A, B, C, and D, he called Child Protective Service on, on himself, pretending to be Brooke, he's done so much stuff to interfere with Hope and him, as, and also psychologically mess with Hope, right? But Hope constantly tries to see the good in people. She really does. She's like, hey, okay, you may have, you know, broken my bones, but you're still a good person. I know I can break through to yeah. you. But now it's like it's something really going on with her. I'm going to tell you something. I love Anika Noel. I do. And let me just clarify this. I love Matthew Atkinson, too, because he's playing a part that now he's not – He's. it's interesting because you're really seeing Hope struggle. Like she's trying to avoid the temptation. But the temptation is there all the time. Mm-hmm. They share a child, Douglas, Mr. Little. Don't get me started about Douglas. But mm. I'm just like, ooh, which way is this going to go? And yes, I did. Like yeah. I said, Liam is doing everything. He's like, what else can I do? Because he knows if he crosses a line, that may push Hope into Thomas's orbit even further. Yep. So it's it's real interesting to me watching this this because I'm just like, which way is this going to go? Because I know a lot of people want Hope and Thomas. I, I see the the chemistry. However, for me, because I know what Thomas did to Hope, and because I've always said I want it better for Thomas because I feel as though Thomas has had an obsession with Hope going all the way back, 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 back to like almost 15 years ago now, and mm-hmm. I want to see how Thomas handles a new relationship. I feel as though, like, Thomas and Taylor are the two that I'm always, like, pushing. Like, I feel as though, like, okay, Taylor, you need to try somebody new other than Ridge because Ridge is sort of the, your crutch as well. Thomas feels as though Hope is, like, rainbows and lollipops and, and birthday cake remix, okay? But he needs to venture out a little bit. No, no, Candace, hope is his redemption. Hope is he's finally reached normalcy. Normalcy is not right, but hope is the the golden ring that that he finally made it back to being a real person. That's what hope is to him. 
Yeah, I mean, but like like I said, like every time, because I feel as though there's been a rewrite, obviously. And I'm going back. When I say I'm going back, I'm going back. Middle of the second rewrite, because honestly, until until a year and a half, whatever, there was never hope for Thomas. Right. So we're in the middle of the second rewrite now. Well, no, I'm going back. I'm going back to when Thomas came back and said about what Caroline said. Yeah, that was the first rewrite. That's what I'm like. That's what I'm kind of sticking on to. And not only that, but okay. Let let the record show Thomas has been married before. Let the record show that Thomas actually had other relationships, right? Okay. Hope was sometimes not even there, right? And like you just mm-hmm. said, like I like I said, Hope and Thomas has been each in each other's lives since they were little kids. Let the record show Thomas is Hope's former step. Well, technically, he still is no. For, former stepbrother. Okay, I got it. Yeah, okay. okay. Yeah, you know what I mean? I was like, wait. I'm like, wait. Former twice, twice impeached stepbrother. Yeah. Right, thank you. Okay, see, this is like days well off now. Okay, we got to come up with a family tree here. But that's the thing. It's like, because you got to also remember, there were some people who pushed hope into, like, for Thomas to be like, Okay, I need to get hope because let the record show, not Matthew, not Pierce, but when it was, um, was it Drew or was it Adam Gregory? It was Adam Gregory. When he played the role, Stephanie mm-hmm. pushed him into hope's orbit by trying to get her to, like, when he proposed to her. So that's the thing. It's like, hope is that. That's true. We don't talk he about that, though. And we don't we don't talk about that. Thomas reminds we, me of a male we, version of Taylor. Just, well, just like we don't ever talk about Phoebe, and though she just never existed. Don't yeah. get me started because when we talk about the stuff yet, when we talk about the stuff the episode, I got something to say about that. Oh. But but no, Ooh. I'm just like I'm really attentive to this because I'm like, okay, hope. Don't let the temptation get you because the reason she kind of lashed out at Brooke is because, you know, we always say this, the thing that Hope doesn't want to become is her mama, you know, and or, mm-hmm. you know, be the completely like, oh, well, you must be Brooke Logan's daughter then because <laughs> you slept with somebody who wasn't your husband. <laughs> yeah. You know, and you don't want to become. Then yes. You you've also got that part where um, Brooke always is. This is crazy with Brooke. She's always getting too involved in her children's lives, especially their sex lives. Well, I mean, take a look at where she learned that from. OG Stephanie. Mm. I know learning behavior. Right, OG Stephanie. Look, she was she was she was oh, getting hey. people hooked up. She was saying, you know, oh, hey, I got to weigh in now. I gotta jump into this conversation. And he's like, yes, I've had enough. First and foremost, I have loved Brooke Logan for as long as I have been watching the show and I have watched it on and off since the beginning. Okay? But let's mm-hmm. be honest. Brooke Logan never really gets punished for anything. Brooke Logan gets away with everything. And, you know, rightfully so, you mm-hmm. kind of need that character. And even when there are punishments, it's punishments that 
move her and change her and shape her. So, you know, it's not real punishment. Okay. They have to find something to give angst to Liam and Hope. They've been together too long. They've got to do something. This is the way soap operas are, folks. We mm-hmm. were into it. We know that. They, there is not going to be, until they're in their mid-50s, they're not going to find a partner that they're going to stay with because it's too hot of a commodity for these beautiful people to be bumping around with other beautiful people. Okay, yeah. that's mm. the business behind it. I'm on board with this storyline if it's organic. If it's feelings for Thomas and, and they were there, they were not there. They were there, they were not there. Suddenly, with all the interactions with Douglas, blah, 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 I can be in love with two people at the same time. That is a fact, folks. It happens. It can happen. What I am not dealing with, and I see little signs of it, they're going to make her also crazy. They're going to give her an emotional, mental something to go through again to explain away her bad behavior so she will not have to actually face any true consequences to what she's about to do. Yeah. Um, and if that's yeah. the storyline, you've told me too yeah. many times, both. Let her that's actually have I mean, that. I think, I would be honest, I, I, I think she's going like, to have a breakdown. I think she's going to have a breakdown. Well, she's good. that's why I said she's going through a regression. And this, here's the thing. I'm going to say it. I saw the interview. I saw the interview that she she did and everything, and I saw mm-hmm. a lot of people saying, "Okay, she's making fun of mental health." No, she wasn't. She really wasn't talking. To, she wasn't making fun. What well, she, she said wasn't, was is is that psychologically, her mind is she she doesn't know what the heck is happening to her. Now I will say this, Brad, Michelle, mm-hmm. Michael, Lawrence, and crew. Don't do a DID. Do not. Yes, please. Because the thing is, is that she's slowly being, you know, medicatedly something and, and, you know, surreptitiously someone's creeping in and out of the house. No, no, no. Don't make this chemical. No, no, no. Right. Have it it be balanced. I was under the impression they're doing like a sunny solita sort of thing with, um, with hope. No. And I don't, and I'm going to be honest with you. No, I don't want that either. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not saying you don't I, want it, but I'm predicting no, no, no. that's going to happen. I know what you're saying. Yeah, gonna, with a breakdown. Okay. I, because this is why I'm constantly, I'm choosing my words real carefully because I, I'm yeah, constantly yeah. saying a regression. Because the thing yeah. is, is that with the character of hope, okay, let me focus on hope real quick. She has uh-huh. been through a lot, and she's never really... Addressed it. Emotionally and addressed it, yes. Because there's times where I'm like, when Bridget is on, I'm like, if I was writing this show with Bridget, yeah. every time I look at Hope, I'm a, that's a trigger for me as Bridget. When I see Hope, my baby sister, it's reminding me that the man that I was in love with slept with my mother. Therefore, my baby sister is a product of that, Okay. With hope, yep. my whole thing is is that I would feel a certain type of way around Bridget as well. I would feel a certain type of way about a lot of things. But the thing is is that hope has never dealt with, like, even with, okay. The last She's never trigger. had the bad girl complex. That's what's going on. Well, no, it's, but see, here's the thing. It's always been set up that, okay. Brooke and Taylor 
has each other's kids. I've constantly said this. Right. Look, in theory, okay, if this looks like St. Elsewhere, for those who got that pawn, thank you. Yes. Brooke is really Steffi's mom. And Taylor is really Hope's mom, okay? I get you. I get you. The, the thing, right. The thing is, yeah. is that with Hope, she has lived through certain things, and they've babyfied her in certain parts. They really have. Yes, they she have. Is, the thing is, on this show, Hope is supposed to be the, 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 the wounded bird. No, the wounded bird. She's the oh, wounded yeah. bird. She's the sparrow that needs to be rescued and, and, and held in the palm of the hands gently. Yes. Yes, she's the dove. She's the dove. Okay. I don't know why I felt like I was going to sing um, When Doves Cry from, from Prince. So I don't know why I was about to say. She becomes a bad girl? No. I think I want her to be conflicted because my whole thing is, is that, okay, do I want her to cheat on Liam? No, I don't. And I'm going to no. tell you why. Because to me, I can see where if it got bad, people would eat this up and eat her alive. And she would not be able to deal with it. Now, if this does happen, okay, Bo, I'm going to play you. Anthony, follow what I'm about to say. All right, let's think about Hope's history when I say this. All right, Hope does something. She cheats on, on Liam, okay? The first thing she's going to do is she's going to be overwhelmed with guilt, Right? She's not going to have anybody to trust because the thing is, is that you have Brooke, you got Steffi. She has nobody to talk to, right? Okay. There's two people that she can talk to. Well, two objects she can deal with to help deal with the pain. Booze and pills. But we've already done the booze and pills, right? We did the pills with Steffi. We did booze with Brooke. Okay. Yeah. Could she go to her father? Well, <laughs> you talk about Wouldn't her. Wouldn't he be a trigger too? Wouldn't his huh? and her dad be a trigger too? Well, that's what I'm saying. Hope would have nobody to talk to. Yeah. Except you know, for one other person. Wait a minute, Anthony. See if you follow what I'm about to say. She does have one person she can talk to, and that would be Finn. I rest my case from there. Thank you. And see, you, you want to know how the setup the setup would be? If they was to, if you want to go messy, let's go bold and beautiful messy, folks. Okay. Yes. All right, let's do yes. it. Yes. Let's All right. They've been, they've been teasing. They've been kind of teasing Liam and Safi a little bit. They have. They have. Like the fact that Liam said, you know, I always remember you. You're sometimes I, you know, kind of I wonder about certain things here and there. Okay, the fact that Hope would have a secret and everything, and she talks to Sin and everything, that would make Steffi feel kind of insecure. Yeah. Okay, you already got and that Liam. That would start the feud up again. That would start right. the feud then, up again. Right, because it's the flip side now. Even though, and again, see, this is, I just don't need this right now. As much as this is going to be entertaining if they go this route or they don't, my whole thing is is that, okay, you just took a storyline that's normally for Brooke, normally for Steffi, and you put Hope Uh in the mix. The problem is is that with the character of Hope, yes, it would be something completely new and not so new to Hope. But it just 
because the characteristics of hope, we know for her, for her sake, she wouldn't be able to do this. She's not, uh, and I don't want to say this because I don't think she's strong. I just think the character of hope would crumble under pressure to know that she, you know, she cheated. And, yes, I know Steffi and Liam fans. I know what happened with Liam and Hope doing Steffi and Liam's merch. I know she's a temperance as well. But remember, she regretted it. She regretted it. And that's when she found out she was pregnant. Brooke slept with Oliver. Yeah, poor We're going to have to ask for Brooke, final thoughts Brooke on should the be a trigger. in the beautiful. Brooke should be a trigger, too. Brooke should be a trigger. Well, I mean, look. That, that's Dude, a whole but I'm worried about is if it's, if it's sexy and seductive, I think I could go with it because it is Thomas and, and, and Hope, and we've kind of been seeing this building up for, I hate to say it, like months or years. My concern is if they do this, please, please, writers, do not make Hope pregnant by Thomas because we don't need another pregnancy storyline. No. Well, no, we don't. Yeah, no pregnancy storyline, and, and I'm, I'm going to say it. I don't mind seeing pregnancy. it. I don't mind seeing it, but don't give some scapegoat reason down the road or don't make her go full-on crazy so it isn't her doing it. If she's going to do it, let her do it. Let her feel guilty. Let her ride it all through. Let her have the, oh, my God, I am my mother moment. Don't make her doing it because she's already mental health department. That's, that's, that's what I beg of you yep. both. All right. Let's head over to Salem. Um, yep. And, yeah, Candace, catch us up on yep. Salem. Okay, so this Go week ahead, on Days of Our Lives, okay, so this week on Days of Our Lives, the main topic that everybody is talking about is this Bow and Hope situation. <gasps> okay. Oh no! Yes. Oh, for boy. those who for those who didn't see today's episode, fair warning, mm-hmm. you're gonna get spoiled. Okay. So we had that. You know, all three women came out of the chronological stuff. Okay, Kate did allegedly. Taylor mm-hmm. sees Bo and she's like, "Oh my brother!" But Bo is not Bo. He is not Bo Brady. He is Bo Kiriakis. He is tapped in to being his father's son and build his empire up. So what happens? He connects Kayla. They go to Greece. Hear the Greek mm-hmm. music. The Greek music. All right. So in the meantime, Kayla is trying to get way to, you know, get, get out to outside world. She's trying to get a call. So she calls Stephanie, right? So Stephanie is like, Mom? And Kayla's like, Stephanie, I'm alive. I'm, I'm here with your Uncle Bo. So now all of a sudden the phone starts acting up, and Steffi can't hear. Thought she heard Bo, but she blacked out. Okay. So Bo still has this plan of ruling the world with an iron fist and everything, and he needs Kayla's help. Kayla's like over it, right? So, you know, get, you know, Andrew Donovan, and you got, see, that's, that's what I'm talking about. Bringing it back to family here. We got Andrew on the case. And whatnot. Then you got Steve and all of them on there. Okay, John um, John and Marlena had a reunion. The family was all happy. They didn't really believe that it was Marlena. They actually thought it was Hattie. I totally understand that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they're like, we're, we're family. I know. I was like this. I was like, y'all smart. I was okay. Yes. So, so John and Marlena are having their hot tub thing. 
They got a hot tub. Come through, they please. Okay. Um, they had a John and Lucinda moment. For those who don't know, that was an As the World Turns yep. reference. We'll talk about that before we leave tonight. Um, also, okay, so Steve signs Caleb. But guess what? They see Bo. Steve can't believe it. He's like this. Who the heck are you? Bo is like being brain, already brainwashed and stuff like that. Okay. So, Bo, so Kayla and Steve are trying to get through to Bo, right, by saying all the things and whatnot. And Bo was like, do you want me to take your other eye out? For those who don't know, the reason that Pat has only one eye is because of Bo. You know what I'm saying? All right. right just point it out. All right. So, meanwhile, in Salem, right, Harrison, right, Harris, like, you know, we found out he brainwashed and stuff like that. Him and Hope are trying to figure out who is, you know, they're going on a world adventure and everything like that. And you really can tell that Hope and Harris really did have a thing until, like, you know, even the brainwash thing. But they really do care for each other. So, anyway. Yeah. Back to Bo. So, Steve and Kayla are reunited. Everything is fine. Everything like that. So, they get, so Harris gives a tip. Harris goes and tracks down, knocks on the door, and who does he come and f- come face to face with? Bo. Oh. Okay. So Bo and Harris, you know, kind of has a pact where it's like Harris don't say nothing. Okay, you live your life, I live my life. Okay. Harris can't do that, right? So he tells Hope that he has, you know, information and kind of send her on her way to find the person that's responsible for the kidnapping. See, this is what I'm liking, okay. So then Hope comes face-to-face with Bo Brady. Oh, by the way, everybody finds out that Bo's alive, right, John, Marlena, including Sean, okay? In Roman. Huh. In Roman. In Roman. Okay, but Roman was a little late. Roman was a little late. And Gorhi Kiriakis. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like everybody found out. Like everybody knows that Bo is, you know, with us, right? Okay. This is this is the part where I'm gonna to have to do it. So Sean is like, what the heck, and everything like that. So Hope is like, oh my God, I can't believe it's you, the love of my life. And Bo is like, get away from me, I don't want anything to do with you. And Hope is like, what happened to you? And you know, like I love you, and you know, you get to meet your grandchild. I like to point out, um, Hope and Bo has more than just one grandchild, I'm just saying, okay, yes, in total, it's going to be three grandkids. But she was very stressed out. You can give her, you can no, forgive no, her for the no, moment. She was no, very stressed no, out. No, 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 because I'll talk about that in a minute. But, so, anyway, so then what happens is Sean gets there, right? Okay. And the next thing you know, so Sean shoots Bo. And everything, and like we had, to, we had some you know memories and stuff like that. And like Hope kind of broke Not through to Bo because Bo was like fancy face and scene. There we go. I'm I'm we... bringing this up because this is out of all the storylines on Dave's. This is the most controversial storyline right now. Which A lot of people I'm are kind of yeah. Which I'm doing the question mark. Um, Griff, Griff, about? Okay. First,
first and foremost, I'm going to paraphrase what Peter Ruckel said at, on Michael Fairman's interview. I think people forget how a soap storyline goes. Because for me, this was Beyond Salem 3. We want to clarify yep. this right now. This was supposed to be for Beyond Salem 3, meaning you would have had five days' worth of the storyline. But because of the Peacock situation coming through a little early, they had to integrate it into the regular show. Okay. I'm going to say I am enjoying this because I didn't want no fairy tale. I want to go through it. The fact that everybody is finding out that Bo Brady is alive. It has been almost 10 years, correct, Anthony and and David and Will, since Uh, Bo Brady has been alive in Salem, maybe more than 10, right? Yeah. 50th anniversary. Okay. Okay. So the thing is, is that everybody is kind of going through the emotions right now. It's like, wait a minute, hold on, Bo? Like, wait a minute. Like, wait, hold up. Like, Megan brainwashed him. John is talking about, you know, his ordeal, Steve, you know, Steve and all of them. Okay. The fact that you got the characters who built Days of Our Lives up, John and Marlena, Steve and Kayla, which I thought a lot of people would be happy about because from my understanding on social media, Steve and Kayla don't get a lot of love. Okay. All right. You bring mm-hmm. characters back. Like a Megan, like the handsome Thomas Bank. <laughs> and I said what I said because I'm being <laughs> funny about it. But you also bring in, you know, Ben and Sierra. You do have, like, you're playing the certain beats. You're playing Bo and Kayla. You're bringing up the Kyriakis' part because here's the thing. I think a lot of people will say this. There's always that what if Bo would have, you know, went full Kyriakis on somebody. Okay. You have this whole thing. All right, hold up. Let me jump in here for a second. Because it's it's time for another Anthony's per public service announcement. Okay. Here goes, folks. Right? You've got these people here for a limited time. Right. You all, as as fans, have been clamoring for years. Put these couples on an adventure. Do a storyline like back in the day. Okay. Now, we know the world that we are in right now. They cannot afford to give us a storyline where they're in a you know, in a waterfall in Mozambique, and next week they are on the plaza, the plaza, the plaza in Rome, Italy. They can't afford to get that. So they came up with a really creative way of giving you what you're asking for with what they can give you in today's soap world. Why with it? These, we all know they're not staying. And kudos to Christian Alfonso because I heard a piece of vaccine information that Honestly, Christian had no intention of ever returning to the mothership. And so she has been mm-hmm. so gracious in everything um, press-wise and social media-wise and everything about this. The fact that it is unfolding into the mothership and that it is so popular, you know we're going to see part five of this at some point real soon. But having said mm-hmm. that, sit back and enjoy the ride, folks. You're kind of in everything you've been asking for. For the last yeah. couple of years. I'm sorry, Kim. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Well, and I'm going to say this, too. Dave's fans, please, because I know everybody is everywhere. Anthony said, the fact that Peter Ruckel and Kristen Alfonso, first and foremost, the fact that they both return 
to the Dave franchise, that said a lot because they wanted to give you, the fans, something. They felt as though the last go-around, and I'm talking about when they killed off Bo, was not the best way to honor the fans who have been with them for almost 40 years. Hence why with Beyond Salem 2, they was like, love never dies and whatnot. You got to celebrate my love. You got the montage and everything Mm -hmm. else like that. And then you got the thing that everybody has been saying, I wish Bo was still alive. Well, here you are. Here you go. You got an adventure. And the thing what gets me is I'm going to slam somebody. I'm going to slam some people right now. I know there were certain interviews that people got upset about because it was like, well, dang, if I, only, if I knew this, I wouldn't have been so invested. Look, whether it's five episodes, because that's what Beyonce was going to be, five episodes. So let's, let's take a look. So would you rather have the five episodes versus 15, maybe longer episodes? I'm going to say for me, I would have took the longer episodes. But I also have yeah. to remember that there's other things going on in the show. Now, I will say this. Peter Ruckel, honey, your Emmy nomination is next year as well for this because you are playing this. I'm like, whoo, okay. Now, yes, Dave has a problem. Robo John, Robo Roman, <laughs> Robo Jack, mm-hmm. <laughs> Robo Ben, yeah. <laughs> Robo Chad, <laughs> and Robo Bo. But I'm, I was expecting all that, right? Because, again, the world has gone on. Bo has been isolated. Okay. The fact that Harris told Bo, Hope kind of the truth instead of waiting a year, kudos, man, because your redemption, because you understood. Once Hope finds out Bo's alive, there's no chance for you, buddy. I'm sorry. It's been a nice, long, long road. But mm-hmm. we all know the truth. Okay. When, yeah. when um, you saw Hope's reaction, I'm like, and there it is. You can't believe that the love of your life is standing right there after all this time. But the crushing part is was like, yeah, well, I don't want you. I was like, oh, that mm. has to hurt in my heart. The fact that, okay, Dave, you wanted to, to know about this because my whole thing was I said one of the children needs to be a part of this. As much as I know fandoms want to create a lot, I wanted to be Sean. Me because too. I feel as though, and I'm, I'm just going to say it, I do feel as though they, they have now created, I mean, I know it wasn't always like this because I've been watching the show. But sadly, just like on Bold, just like on Young and Russell's, and just like on GH, when they're siblings, there's a popular one, and then there's the one that's just there. And that's sadly what has happened. So when Sean was like, well, what, do you think he's going to do something to my mother? Like, he doesn't know the state that Bo is in, right? So when he said, right. I'm like, oh, man, but I'm like, ah! I was like, Oh, my God. I'm like, oh, oh, my God. And just when hope breaks through to him, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm now on the edge of my seat because I don't know which way this is going to go. I can't use what I was told in interviews 
I'm just living through the adventure. Do you see what I'm saying? Because I feel as though that also taints what's been going on screen is because everybody's been doing interviews. Everybody's been saying certain things that, you know, PR, y'all should have put a lid on. Like, but I'm living for this right now because I'm like, okay, now Sean is involved. He has the guilt. How is that going to play out? You got yeah. Hope who has to realize, like, you know, her feelings. It's like, okay, I've been with Aiden. I've been with Rafe. I've been with Harris. But the love of my life is back. How the heck am I supposed to carry on? I want to mm-hmm. find out what happens next. I want to see how everybody's going to kind of also, because, look, technically, Bo killed Kate. Technically. I mean, technically, we don't know how that's going to play out. I want to see, yes, I'm like everybody else. I want to see certain beats being played, but the most important beats I'm seeing right now is Hope's love broke through to Bo. That is that's the love That's what story. everyone wants to see. Right, and, but we see it because there was a montage. There, like, he had the flashes, and then he was like, and I'm like, oh, tune in tomorrow on Days Well Live. Like, cause I, I, and, and the thing is, is that, you know, yeah, look, we don't know if they're going to, like, hopefully they do come back because the John um, Anderson uh, is, episode is coming up in August, September. So my thing, and then you got Christmas. I, I, I'm going to say this. Right now, I didn't think as a Bowen Hope fan and whatnot, I would see them ever again on my screen. I, I didn't. But the fact that it's happening, I'm for it. I'm for yeah. it. It may not be everybody's cup of tea. I understand that. I understand that. Enough. But for right now, this is my this is my appetizer and my dessert. I skipped the meal. It is. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, um, you know, I can think dollars. of four of the right off the top of my head, I can think of four of the storylines that the way they left it off that they how they could have played this, but no matter how they did, you're not gonna please everybody unless right. you no, sit back, just like we are, and saying, you know what, it's magic just because we got it, and it actually kind of happens to be good. You don't have to really like it, but think about it. They gave us everything we asked for. You know, if if she if he opened the door and saw her, and that was what triggered it, it would have left a bunch of you like, oh, come on. Da, da, da. So, you know, like, they, they basically tried to please everyone, and I think they did a really, really good job. Willie, what do you think? Um, Don't oh. at me, but, I, you know, I've, I've been a big whole fan for a long time. But I'm sorry. As much as I'm loving the adventure, I'm, I'm all about Hope and Harris right now. I love the chemistry. With Hope and um and Harris, it was just amazing. But yeah, the the adventure for for Bo is interesting, and I'm loving that they've added Kayla into the mix. Is Kayla turning out to be um Victor Kyriakis's daughter? Is that where they're going with this? No, I I don't I, I don't think so. I think it was just the fact that you know, and and I'm gonna say, hey Dave, good job because I was starting to think y'all was gonna tamper with somebody's paternity with this because mm. I was like yeah. let me find out Victor and Caroline they did a rewrite and that Victor was going to say I know that I'm not his biological father 
I know that it was really Sean Brady all this time, but, you know, like a kind of a death or like a, you know, like a letter that wasn't sent to Caroline and made Caroline, mm-hmm. yeah, think, uh, you know, like something like, like a love letter, but it revealed the truth. Like Victor found out that yeah. really Sean was really, you know, both yeah. father and everything. I thought we were going to go that route. And I was I pleasantly so. surprised when they didn't do that. Cause I was like, you cannot do that. It's, it would have been the equivalent of what they did at G on, on ABC by having Sky be a quarter main instead of being a chance of Chandler. Do you see what I'm saying? It was like, yeah. Yeah. It, it was sort of like that. So I was kind of glad they did it. But I still love when he said, I am Bo- I am Victor Kiriakis' son. I still have to prove myself. I was like, that's, that's hard. That was hard. Because for the longest time, knowing that Victor Kiriakis, and we know how Victor Kiriakis was, the mm-hmm. fact that Bo was his son and didn't really, didn't, like, he didn't emulate if I can say that, if I'm saying the word right. Yeah. Some of the writers, you know, emulate. Yeah. yeah. Like, Bo was not a Philip. Right. You see what I'm saying? So the fact that Bo yeah, was also, acting like and, this. And here's the yeah. thing. One of the good, one of the, you know, crowning things about Victor is he never pushed. He respected he Caroline, pushed, yeah. loved Caroline, and he never reeled Bo in or pushed Bo exactly. against the wall. Exactly, exactly. So I'm for it. I'm like, okay, let's. I got to find out what happens next. How does Max Brady fit into the family tree? Say it again. How does how does Brady Max fit in the Brady? family tree? How does Max Brady Max. fit into it? Yeah. Okay, so Max. Okay, so Max and Frankie, okay, were adopted in to the Brady family. Oh, Cause okay, they're, okay. Cause they're, oh God, what's the, their, their, their surreal name? Uh, I can't oh, think of um, it right now. Um, Don Lushner. Yes, thank you. Francois. Okay, so that makes sense. So they're adopted brothers. Yes. Yes. They, yes. Okay. I just have okay. to say this. Um, you know, I'm, I'm one who eats crow, and this is not exactly crow because I wasn't completely against it, but, oh, my God, I'm so feeling Xander right now. Candace. <sighs> <laughs> Did you say Xander? You like that. Xander, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, I love Xander and Chloe. They're cute together. Okay, now, we I didn't go that far. So- no, no, no. I don't want them together. Together. Right. But I I, no, you... I am so loving this right no, now. No, it's a flirtation. Like when he was protective of her for eating the biscuits, that was funny. Oh, okay. You brought up the biscuits. I, okay. I oh, want like to biscuits. address that. I want to yeah, address this episode. Address okay. So this is one of those things where, sadly, we did jump to conclusions just a little bit because we all saw it that it was going to be, a, like, consequences Whoa. of certain things. I'm going to say this right now. There were some people who had good comedic timing, and I would like to call those people out. The MVPs of that episode was Greg Vaughn, yeah. Greg Vaughn. And, and Ari Zucker. Oh, yeah. 
I was cracking up the whole time when they thought they were back at the beach and he used the banana as a camera. I was like, <laughs> okay. And then when she was like, how did I change it to a bikini so fast? And then when she saw him in the collar, I'm like, now, you know, I'm not supposed to laugh at this. But I get what was going on, right? When, when Salone came and Nicole said, hi, Salone Baloney, I was like, somebody had to ad-lib that because I was no good. Yep. The yep. second person was Galen as Rafe. Okay. Oh, yeah. Now, I'm going to say, there was a, I'm going to say I agree with certain people online about certain things. When he saw Salone as, as Duke the Bear, first and foremost, yep. I wish, Ron, you still was on Twitter. Because I sure enough was the first person to say it. I was like, oh, you can bring back Duke the Bear, but you still got me upset about Ariel the doll on General Hospital. Y'all know what doll I'm talking about. Anyway. But yeah, the fact that he said that line, he said that funny line, this is better than crack. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is better. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, Lord. But then, but then now the Jada part. Okay, yeah, Ray. The Jada part. You have some kind of hair. hair. (laughs) You have some kind of kink, Rafe, and we need to address this. However, I say this: I did not like the. I didn't like the Jada part in this because I'm like, I okay. I feel like they don't really know, but. Well, not well. Not only that. Oh, trust and believe. I have some. I that was like the the work the 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 lowest part of what. My whole thing is this: days y'all don't know what to do with Jada, and that's scaring nope. me. That's that's scaring me a little too much, because I feel as though okay, you had her with the whole pregnancy thing, controversial storyline. Then you pushed her in race orbit. We kind of already knew where y'all was going to go at. But the fact that she was, like, kind of the hooker, I'm like, I get, like, I, I just had a, like, oh, I wasn't feeling that that part. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Then you got Gabby and Stefan and Melinda. Shout out today for using my girl. Oh, God. Kim, like, seriously, the Melinda, look, y'all been oh, using God, Melinda. I wish, I wish y'all never killed that girl's child off because I feel as though Melinda Tass has become yes. that character that I'm just yes. like loving. Okay. But she I'm gonna say Yeah. I'm gonna yeah. say something mm-hmm. days you effed up. Because I thought as a writer, oh, as mm-hmm. also a person watching the show real quick. I'm like, okay, so Gabby and Stefan are supposed to be hiding their relationship, right? Okay. Yeah. And at first, I was like, okay, Gabby's like munching away, the donuts, right, and whatnot. Okay, the biscuits, whatever. So she saw Lee. At first, when I saw Brandon Brock, and I'm going to be honest, Brandon, I thought this. I thought she was thinking about Jake. Because when I saw the sweater, I was like, why is she thinking of Jake? And I was like, no, 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 that's what Lee had on. He had a sweater on. It's Stefan. Like, Candace, get out of it, right? Because that would have been a story right there. Okay. So when Gabby was saying stuff, I wanted Lee to say, what did you say? And Gabby said, Stefan, 
I wish Lee would have used that against stuff on a Gabby, right? Okay. But kudos to Lee for not taking advantage of the situation. Yep. That poor man. Because that I think poor that's, of a man never wins. Right, because this is where I thought, okay, as much lighthearted comedy, you know, type of thing, I was like, now Ron and Days and Cruz, don't do this to the point where, because Gabby was under a, 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 a drug, that she's that Lee took advantage of her in her state. I love the fact that Lee kind of owned up to the fact that he will never have Gabby. And he it broke up. my heart. It broke yeah. my heart because you can see he, he has tried to do everything to kind of not to keep her, but for the safety of her health and all that stuff, the, that, that thing got me. Melinda and stuff on with I'm like, yes, Melinda, take one for the team. Take one for the team and sleep with yep. him. Because I'm like, Melinda's like, why are you looking at me like that? Oh, come on, lover. Yes, lover. Yeah. And I'm like, oh mm. my God, this is funny. Yes. It's a but, but of course but of course we have the icing on the cake, Chanel and Johnny. All right. You still dating trip to drip. <laughs> Okay. I'm, I'm going to say You got to go to GH, guys. Wendy pops up and okay. dad, oh, and then he's like, Wendy, we're getting married, um, but I can date you afterwards. That was funny. <laughs> I thought that was cute and whatnot. And I will say this, Raven and Carson Boltman also had good to me comments, and I'm yeah, still undecided. I'm still undecided about this trip and Wendy, Johnny, because I feel as though with Wendy, I love the actress, but I feel as though just like with Jada, Jada, they don't they really know what to do with Wendy. Thank and you. Trip. Yes. And Trip. I agree. I agree. Um, they don't know yeah. what they're doing. And by All the way, right. uh, okay, let me because real quick. Johnny is a demir. Let's dress him as a demir. Thank you, America. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Let's jump on over to poor Charles. Oh, Lord. And, uh, okay, it's a mess. It's a mess. It is. Even though it's a mess, I'm loving every single minute of it. I'm sorry. All of it? Welcome back, I King King King. All of it? All of it? All yeah, of the mess? Honestly, even the bad parts of the mess I'm actually loving right now. I'm going to start with this. I'll let everybody else talk all night because I needed to be the first one to general hospital. Okay. I have been Team Nina and Sonny since the beginning. I, ultimately, I knew in my little heart, I knew they would never be, a, you know, a long-term couple. But I liked it, and I liked the chemistry, and I liked the difference. Um, having said that, oh, yes, thank you. I am so ready for the teardown. I am so ready for the teardown. Everybody online, sit back and remind yourselves of something. This woman was in a coma for 20 years. She had no emotional development for 20 years. Then, then she kind of snapped when she realized she had a baby. Oh, wait, I didn't have a baby. Oh, no, yes, I did have a baby. Oh, my baby was taken. My baby was killed. And then she cut someone else's baby out their belly. Okay? Mm -hmm. So, 
<laughs> this is not Nina being written badly. This is Nina being written as Nina. At least she is not stabbing Carly three times in the chest. She she's grown a little bit since she called the baby out of Ava. All right. I have to say the mercy ball was specifically beautiful. Culminating with Lucy coming through her own picture. I, I, I'm sorry. Again, this is Lucy Coe. They gave us Lucy the librarian. Yes, thank you so much. Harking back to that. It was bad, but it was good bad. Yeah. I'm right now. Okay. Charles Honesty, yeah. let me give you the ultimate. Upside down, up and down kudos. You are a monopoly man twisting the mustache through your two fingers, yeah. villain, that we have not seen on our screens in years. Thank you. Thank you. For a, a playing off of the only Miss Kathleen Daddy, I love every moment of the two of them together. Though the writing of it is just bad. It's really, really bad general hospital. To write a storyline about a mad man who wants to use a virus to take out half of the world's population. And after we are out of a global pandemic, I love every moment of what's happening, but I realize how terribly, terribly, terribly bad this is. It's horrific. It's horrible. And then it's Trina and Spencer. I don't care that they are recycling Luke and Laura in, in this millennium. It works. And it works so good with bad writing. With really <laughs> bad writing. Trina is not that stupid. But you had to do something because they had to get caught. Okay. If you had put a little bit more investment in how to make this paper happen, it really could have been a lot better. Let's jump to the island. Hey, Holly and Felicia. Oh, my God, thank you. The paper, the, the laughing, the, oh, my God, thank you. It was the early, late 80s, <laughs> early 90s. I'm so happy. I, I was crying and, and laughing and tearing at the same time. Tracy coming in, oh, blah, 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 blah. It was so far-fetched. For the pleasure of killing Mr. Ethan Lovett. So bad. But it was so good. I don't know. It was so bad. It was so good. I could go on and on and on. However, I do have to say this too. I told you. I told you. I told all of you. Every single one of you. Over and over again. Two years back, I told you. Anna and Valentine are everything. And people We agree stopped. with this. Yeah. And, and, and people stop. It was one scene. I promise you, Austin is not going to fall down the stairs and wake up five days later and come back to Franco. I promise you, it was only one scene. All right, now I'll really shut up. Who wants to go next? I'll go next. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Woo. Okay. Let me, let, me, let me do this. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. 
Trina and Spencer are saving, and Valentina and Anna are saving the show for me. I'm sorry. They are. Yes, Holly and Anna and Tracy, that is what dreams are made of. This new Ethan, okay, totally surprised that they recast the role. Yes, he looks like a young Tony Gary with the blonde hair. Yes, okay. Now, with that being said, the fact that they're redoing the Ice Princess type, you know, type of thing, I was like a little worried. But yeah, if you're going to about Young and the Restless, by the way, insert that same public announcement here to General Hospital, giving yeah, everybody so, what they want. Yeah, the thing is, is that they're taking one of their most iconic storylines and using the grandson of Laura. Okay. With his own, you know, with Trina. And I get it. A lot of people are like, well, Luke and Laura, this is that. But here's the thing. General Hospital put investment in Spencer and Trina to do this damn storyline. One, okay. That Victor Kessner Ke- Ke- is Thanos. For those who watch Marvel Thanos. and those about Endgame, that is when he said, I'm going to rid half the world of the population with this virus. And I'm like, Okay, who's Iron Man to save us? I'm enjoying it. The fact that you got Obrecht, Obrecht is kind of like, okay, I'm going to be the pawn. I'm going to try to do all this. You got Spencer and Trina. They're in love, folks. The fact that then you had when Trina called Portia, and Portia was like, baby, I'm on my way. That is a mama. That is a mama. Right now, yes, Trina and Portia do have their issues, but Portia is about to lay it down. I just need somebody to call Taggart. Thank you. Okay. So then, right, okay, I don't know which way we're going at. Okay. Then you have, and let me just say this really carefully, the Carly Nina situation of the situation. Okay, GH, this is your final time with them because here's the thing. Yes. Should Sonny have told Nina about the wedding? Well, nobody else was. Okay. I'm sorry, David, cover your ears for what I'm about to say. Okay. Go ahead. Cover it up. Sorry. Willow Let her die. Let her die. The fact that you now have one, two, three more new new um medical health storylines on the show. All right, so you yeah. got Willow, right? She's getting ready to walk yep. down the aisle. Dun, 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 dun. Okay, we find out that Gregory had LS, um, um, Lou Gehrig's ALS. Yeah, LAS. Thank you. Who asked for that? I didn't. Not me. Okay. Then we got Molly. If you saw today's episode, you know she got some stuff going on that she can't get pregnant. So we all called it. We called, I called this a couple of weeks ago. I said, Christina is going to probably be a surrogate. How dare you, GH? How dare you? Okay. Now, I would like to address something that Anthony did not address. I would like to give GH some credit. You're probably saying, okay, that's what you give him credit for. The rebranding and the reushering of Cody. Yes, Cody. Yes, I agree with you 100%. Go ahead. This is where I think you guys heard us screaming. You did not need to make him kin to, to Matt. What you needed to do was slow your roll and pace your timing with this character. Now, speaking of pacing, again, folks out there, please, if you feel offended by this, I am sorry. 
GH put an ice on Chase in Brooklyn. It ain't working. Thank you. I, I jumped off. I was like the first one to say, Wee! and swimmed. I was swimming. I thought you was going to give me a life jacket. I thought you was going to do something. But my thing is, is that on paper, your plans didn't work. Yes, I'm proud of Brooklyn for standing up and blazing all of them to that jerk. I'm glad Chase is back on the police department. But, my God, can we stop this madness? Because, all right, if Willow does die, seriously, all jokes aside, she die, okay? I already planned it. I already know how it's going to happen in my head, so please, DH, don't disappoint. But the thing is, is that if you're going to do the whole, well, Willow's dying, so we have to get back together, I'm going to throw something. Because I feel as though I saw more chemistry with Chase and Sasha than I have with Brooke and Chase. And that's saying a lot. Other than that, GH, you're doing okay. And by the way, welcome home, Tracy. I missed you, girl. Mm-hmm. Kisses. Okay. All right. David? Um, she basically said what I wanted. But I am, I am holding out for Brooklyn and Chase. I'm, I'm hoping for them. Um, I'm so glad that this link story is over. Um, it never should have happened in the first place. Um, I didn't see a reason for it. The only thing I liked was Josh singing. And that was it. But it didn't need to go. It really didn't need to go there. I, I want more of the romance. It did absolutely nothing but cause horrible stuff we had to watch. We're on again, we're off again, we're on again, we're off again. I trust you, I don't trust you. You're everything. You're a good girl, you're a bad girl. Oh, God, I wanted to throw up. I just hope they can fix that because the chemistry's always been there. They just have, they don't, the powers that be don't want to use it for some reason. And, yeah, and I get frustrated with it, like anybody else does. Yeah. Well, uh, I thought that was a cute little nod to uh, Elizabeth about to become head nurse, by the way, too. That little Oh, cute. yeah, I, I was like, going to say, yeah, I love that, too. I like that. Yeah. Shout out to Leslie Charleston. I hope you're doing better. You're doing well, sweetie. It was nice to hear your voice. And it was nice that really the tradition is going to continue with um, – with, uh, you know, Elizabeth as the head nurse. And I thought that was really good of what they did with Sonya Eddy's tribute. So I, I definitely want to, oh, yeah, I think we should definitely recommend that. Okay, real quick. Right. Um, thoughts and prayers goes out to the family and colleagues of Elizabeth Hubbard, who passed away a couple of weeks ago. Also, our thoughts and prayers goes to Eric Braden, who, re- who revealed that he's battling prostate cancer. He's constantly on Facebook updating. Men, please get yourself checked out as well as females, okay? Health is an important thing. The Emmy nominations comes out on Wednesday. Our, our next show, we'll be talking about our reactions to the nominations and everything else. Other than that, Anthony, close it out. David, close it in. Close it out. Okay. <laughs> Good night. Say good night, everybody. Good night, guys. Good night. See you. See you in two. I love you, Daytime. Get connected with Take Two Radio on Facebook or Twitter at Take Two Radio. For email updates on future shows, follow at Blog Talk Radio. 
For previous episodes, upcoming guests, and more, visit Take2Radio.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.